0: Are you a non-native English-speaking entrepreneur who wants to take your business to the next level? Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought, if only I could speak the language better, I would be a lot further along? When I first came to Germany from California and started my own business, I asked myself the very same question the common thing that stands in the way of us improving our skills in our business and language communication is fear. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's possible for you to improve your English and grow your business at the same time. I've created a method that is not only fast and efficient, brain-friendly and fun, but will also connect you with other like-minded entrepreneurs at the same time. It's a win-win situation. I'm Sharon Kuster, and this is English for Entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. Today we have two very special guests coming to us all the way from Osaka, Japan. Welcome, Celia Polkinghorne and Jason Heider. Celia and Jason are the creators of Bonsai Digital Marketing, an online company that helps financial planners and advisors to gain more clients and have more success in their businesses. Hello, Jason and Celia.
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's start off today by letting us know a fun fact about each of you. So we, ahead, both, first.
2: we both love scuba diving. That's our hobby oh. when we're working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason loves uh, shipwreck diving, don't you? What was your favorite dive?
1: Yeah, so I like everything, but my favorite are the, the shipwreck dives. So, And my favorite place that I went diving with the shipwreck was uh, a place called Ahmed in oh. bali mm-hmm. and that was my first dive and uh yeah it was really special most memorable so yeah. my
2: most memorable i love diving with animals so my most memorable dive was diving with manta rays in ishigaki um oh. in okinawa which is in japan
0: how beautiful were you together on those dives we were oh actually uh, no we weren't not
2: um, for the shipwreck though. not
1: for the shipwreck dive celia was the one um we had been together about a year -hmm. I recommended diving to him. So I'd already done this shipwreck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Okay.
1: And I was already I was going to Bali with a friend and um, he scuba dived. So I was like, yeah, like, yeah, okay, we're gonna be around there. Let's let's make it happen. And and then we were together for um, after we both kind of fell in love with it. Like we both really like were trying to scuba dive every time we got a chance. And then so we went down to Ishigaki. We were together. That was really nice.
0: Yeah. Sounds like an adventure. It very
1: oh, it was. It was all yeah. yeah.
0: So you've been living in Japan for 10 years now. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about your journey and how you made the decision to create your new business?
2: Yeah, well, it's kind of a long story, but obviously um, we didn't come to Japan together. We met in Japan mm-hmm. um, and we both had different reasons for coming to Japan. But basically, we just wanted to live abroad. We wanted to live in Asia, wanted to live in a different culture and um, we worked for the same language company, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. how we met. And the business journey—excuse
0: uh, well, of... me, what were you teaching when you came? What language? Oh, yeah. We were teaching English. Teaching oh, English. Oh, how was that?
2: So fun! I yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah. You loved You were good at it too. Your students loved you. Jason got the best presents from his students.
1: Oh, <laughs> he he got the gifts <laughs> in our house. That, Japanese. You know, could, yeah. Yeah.
2: All yeah, bottles of whiskey that his students sent him. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: no, that, they never, uh, like, they always give a good gift. They're like, it's, you know, at the end of the year, it's like kind of the tradition, like, oh, thank you so much for teaching me. And it's never going to be like, you know, it's going to be something really nice. Yeah,
2: it's a big gift-giving society. Yeah, so when big they time, when yeah. they when they give a gift, they go all out. All
1: out, definitely.
2: Yeah, so that's make really sure
1: nice. Oh, like what you're into, like oh, he likes sake or whiskey or, or like some kind of special chopsticks. It's always something special.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they're very um,
0: appreciative.
2: Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Grateful. Very gratitude-based yeah. society for
0: sure. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so you came with a language school, and then what happened with your journey?
2: Yeah, so the business journey um, kind of just evolved uh, organically. We yeah. we got asked to edit a local travel magazine here in Osaka. So we did that alongside our full-time teaching and curriculum writing jobs. Mm-hmm. And um, then eventually we got so much kind of travel writing and marketing work that we ended our full-time jobs and, and became business owners. And yeah. then that evolved into helping other types of professionals. And then we finally settled on financial planners because um, we just think it's really important that financial planners position themselves well in the marketplace so that their ideal clients can find them because we personally found it a little bit difficult to find our financial planner because they weren't well positioned in in the marketplace. We just couldn't tell which one was a good one for us. So Mm -hmm. that's what kind of got us passionate about helping them.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, what languages do you use in your new business, the bonsai marketing? Yes,
1: I would. So, English. Just English, yeah. Like, so, um, even though we're still here in Osaka, a lot of our clients that we're working with, or majority of them are in Australia.
0: Uh, okay, okay. That's Not
1: interesting. A time so, we're actually using um, for our bonsai digital marketing, we're usually using English, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, great. So, do you both are you both fluent in Japanese?
2: Mm, fluent,
1: <laughs> is,
2: uh, probably. <laughs> no, I'm not. I would use. Um, I, I'm very comfortable speaking conversationally in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, my grammar, I know, is far from perfect, but luckily people are pretty forgiving here, and they know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so- the most
0: important, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I would say that we have, you know, comfortable
1: conversational Japanese. Something important to know, like for listeners, So anyone who's familiar with Japanese will obviously already know this, but mm-hmm. like I came over here and I, I wasn't aware. I didn't study before I moved to Japan, but there's, you know, there's conversational Japanese and there's also like a like polite form. Mm.
0: Ah, okay.
1: So if you're in a business situation, even if you say to them like cuz it's it's very different mm-hmm. like very very different so it's like it's not what you're going to speak to your friends but if you go into anywhere from a bank to any kind of formal situation they will not speak casually to you even if even if you ask them to you ask them to <laughs> yeah. so there's almost like two different kind of two language languages so nice. yeah. almost, really yeah. So no, it's not got, just the
0: title of someone, it's it's actually the language itself.
1: Yeah, there
2: there are many levels of language in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. It's not like English where things are kind of all mixed in together. It's different word endings and even different words. Yeah. The words are a lot longer when you use the formal style and when you use very casual style, they're very, very short. So mm-hmm. even though it's like, you know, based on the same word, it sounds like a total different yeah. word,
1: doesn't it? it Exactly. Like yeah. Like the 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 ending so much longer. Like it it feels like two different words. It's in the way you go about it, It's totally different. So yeah. it makes so it it's yeah. complicated. <laughs> yeah, going out yeah. for, for a lot it, better speaking. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's is it easier to speak the conversational Japanese then? Um, I think. So. I think.
2: Well, when you learn Japanese, you learn standard Japanese, mm-hmm. and aside from the standard Japanese, there's the more formal keigo. Yeah. And then there's really, really casual. So I think the standard Japanese is easiest to speak just because that's, the, that's what you learn. That's the
1: textbook stuff. Yeah,
2: okay. It gets tricky when you, you make friends and they want to speak really casually to you. And also it gets tricky when you're in a business situation where they want to speak really formally
1: to you. And the yeah. extra little like, cherry on top is also here in Osaka. They have mm-hmm. their, like, well, in, everywhere in Japan, but Osaka's got a very unique like, dialect. So people from Tokyo, like, they might say, oh, I don't, I can't even understand, like, osaka bin, like, the the local Osaka dialect. It's Mm -hmm. so different, I guess.
2: Yeah, every prefecture has its own dialect, so that's another added complication.
0: (laughs) How is that for you? Yeah, I was wondering.
2: Well, we we because we've lived in Osaka the whole time. Sometimes we don't realize that language we're using is part of the dialect until we go to Tokyo and use yeah. it. Like, oh, you're from Kansai. You're from Osaka, yeah. and it's like, oh, I guess that was that must have been an Osaka, right? Dialect. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah. it, can, it can be like that in many countries, right? Also, Germany has many dialects as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and we might not understand each other sometimes. Exactly. Many of our listeners are busy entrepreneurs and business professionals who have to use their English on a daily basis. Could you offer the biggest tip in your whole experience being in Japan for 10 years on how someone who really wants to improve their skills quickly could do that?
2: Ooh, good yeah. question. I think honestly, even though it sounds like a bit of a lazy way it's also a fun way i just think my best students when i was teaching english all of them watched a lot of tv Mm -hmm. in english Mm -hmm. um they watched you know just simple shows like friends or like anime they'll watch japanese anime in english or they'll watch disney Mm -hmm. cartoons Mm -hmm. and um they do it in english also with english subtitles on Okay. So they're both listening and reading at the same time.
0: So not with Japanese subtitles then? No. No, I
2: guess when you're a, a beginner, beginner, you might need right. Japanese subtitles to understand the meaning. But when okay. you Your reach a certain level, level yeah. you should definitely have the subtitles in English as well so that you're reading and uh, listening
0: well. Okay. You had and mentioned like, standard Japanese earlier. Um, would you recommend the textbook to, uh, textbooks for that? Would you recommend textbooks for learning English as well, in your experience? Oh uh, yeah. course. Yeah, you yeah. want something more like... You want,
2: a multi-layered formal, approach yeah. to learning English. Yeah. I mean, learning any language, yeah. So I think it's easiest to start off with TV and podcasts and things like that, but, you know, once once you get to a bit of a level of understanding, I think it's important to study the textbooks as well so that you can get the grammar right and that kind of thing.
1: T V shows are gonna say like for some reason in Japan, like Friends was is just so popular. Yeah. But I think I was gonna say the reason why it's like it's like kind of like a graded language in some Mm -hmm. ways. Like it's it's not too fast. Like like they that's what students would say, right? Like it's easy to understand. Like yeah. yeah. To follow
2: That's right. Sometimes students think, oh, I should listen to the news in English. And I think that's good as well. But sometimes um, car- yeah, cartoons and things might be easier because the language is simpler.
0: Yeah. Yes. And sometimes people speak very fast, don't they? Even in yeah. Japanese, I could imagine. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing your insights today. I can't oh. wait to have you join me again for a deeper dive into learning more about your bonsai digital marketing. And we'll go more into that in our next interview. And also your language learning experience while living in Japan. Can you just tell us how to get in touch with you if our listeners want some more information on your business? Yeah.
2: So easiest way is just to email us um, either at Celia at BonsaiDigitalMarketing.com or Jason at BonsaiDigitalMarketing.com.
0: Well, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So thank you both very much. It was very special to have you here today. And I thank can't wait far. to see you yes, again.
2: Thank you. thank you. Yes, thanks.
0: Hey, thank you for joining us this week on English for Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to visit iTunes and like and subscribe. And please tell your friends all about it too. Stay tuned next week for more fun and valuable tips on improving your English for business.